Watch this be like 50 minutes. Apologize in advance. New Year's resolutions dot doc X. Perfect. And then I'm just going to do this. Is that okay? to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. And now it's time for Bree's Big Question, oh. where Bree asks us a big question. What's your question, so, Bree? So <laughs> we are looking into the new year, 2020, and... Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> um, one of the things that I personally struggle with as an individual and that I hope... You all might be able to shed some insight on is this whole idea of New Year's resolutions. I'm so bad at them. Mm-hmm. I, just, I think a lot actually, of people are really, bad at them. I just don't really do them. There was like, I've a, never been motivated. There was a study yeah. done, I think, in the late 90s. And I, don't, I have it cited in an article that I had saved. But basically, there's a statistic out there in the last 20 years that, like, people who set New Year's resolutions, 77% of the time fail, like, within the first month. Yeah, and so, I believe it. You know, part of my issue with New Year's resolutions is is sort of that issue of being, like, abject failures at not reaching goals that we set for ourselves, not necessarily putting ourselves into positions where we can succeed at those goals. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't... As someone who who as someone who is self is a self-described member of the body positive community mm-hmm. for me I think that new year's resolutions have really I don't know if they started out this way but I feel like new year's resolutions have sort of become this thing of okay where do I not stack up Where am I inadequate? What can Mm. I make better about Mm -hmm. myself? What Mm -hmm. ugly part of myself can I make beautiful? What what fat part of myself can I make smaller? What stupid part of myself can I make smart? And Mm. so I feel personally, I feel like that's what it's become, you Mm. know, especially with the whole like weight loss thing. Like my own baggage is steeped in that entire thing cultural mm-hmm. monolith or whatever yeah. but i think we all have we all have that one thing that could be someone else's new year's resolution so i think about someone who maybe wants to start eating better or working out more because not not necessarily because of the right reasons maybe they think that they're ugly or that's why they don't have any friends or that's why they're not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's when we take on these new year's resolutions that a, not only are we practically doomed to fail, but B we're sort of doing them for the wrong reasons. And so that's sort of been my whole beef with, with new year's resolutions. Um, what I ended up doing was, I did a little bit of research, not a whole lot. And to be fair, the research that I did do was not steeped in a whole lot of theology. So Mm -hmm. take that with a grain of salt. 
Um, but I read an article Mega from that's right, had a research assistant. Right, of course. <laughs> Peg Streep is an author, and she wrote a book called "Quitting: Why We Fear It and Why We Shouldn't in Life, Love, and Work." I think that Peg does a really good job in like reframing what we think of as resolutions, basically looking at them as as goals and basically like using some strategies and some some practices that help us reach those goals. Things like, you know, don't basically plan out your journey. Don't just wake up one morning and say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds by the end of the month. Like have have a rhyme and reason why you do things. Um, smart goals. Yeah, right. Basically smart goals. Pick, pick things that are reasonable. Don't pick five, pl- like keep it small. Don't pick goals that are incongruent with each other. So like don't try to do two things at once where the success of one will be the undoing of another's. That wouldn't make sense. Um, mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to mess up. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to change what your goal is celebrate small victories you know don't listen to the voices in the back of your head when you don't do as well as you had expected basically celebrate your small progresses and your little victories now all that to say as i sort of grind my axe against new year's resolutions (laughs) i do i do think that there is sort of a biblical element to it and here it is all right here we go so we think about new year's resolutions And this is sort of in a similar vein of sort of the work that I do in the body positive community is thinking about when we're setting New Year's resolutions for ourselves, um, there's really some things that you need to ask yourself before setting those resolutions. So I think the key question is when you're setting a when you're setting a resolution for yourself is what is the motivating factor for this? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like what mm-hmm. I said with are you trying are you trying to make something better of yourself because of a deficiency that you're trying to fix? So in other words, are you setting up a resolution that's that is a a law that you must abide by because you are a broken individual or is it something that is a reaction to the gospel almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, I want to work out three times, a, I want to start working out three times a week because I am a fat, ugly slob. You could say something like, God has given me everything in this body and in this life. And I know that by taking care of myself, by being active, by eating things that I know are nutritious for me. I am basically like, this is, this is me living my life as a sanctified, baptized child of God. Like my, Mm -hmm. the way that I live is now a response to what God has given me. It's not a response to something that I don't like about myself. It's, celebrating what God has given me. I think a lot of this comes back to identity, which is such a 
huge buzzword in culture. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of resolutions come down to that is where do you find your identity and does your identity not match up with what you think it should be? Right. And culture right. will tell you that your identity is as um, a mom or a businesswoman or um, a volunteer. And if you're failing or you think you're failing in certain parts of that, then you have to do this resolution to meet those standards that you made yourself because you think your identity is in one place Mm -hmm. when our identity is actually as baptized children of God and everything flows out of that, Mm -hmm. that our center in life is Christ and our, our vocations are where we find ourselves in our daily lives. But that still goes back to where, who we are as children of God. So right. even if you do resolutions, I tried once. It was okay. You know, all, you're right. All of that comes out of of being a baptized child of God. How can I then serve my neighbor better or how can I then be a better worker or be a better steward of my body or be a better steward of what else has been given to me? That is that is a much healthier right um, view of these resolutions. That you come at it not from I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And start with God has made me enough. God is enough. But I think there is still a a very Christian and I do New Year's resolutions every year. I'm no Mm -hmm. better at them than I usually peter out just in time to like pick it up again at Lent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, forgot about this one. Lent resolution. Uh, That's right. Yeah. I mean, so sometimes my New Year's resolutions are basically the precursor, the trial run for my Lenten disciplines, whatever those may be. But there's something about us, maybe not everyone is like this, but there's a relentless pursuit of trying to be better. Mm -hmm. And the New Year's resolution allows me at least to sort of channel those energies in a positive direction, mm-hmm. but also to take it, you know, the St. Paul and, and Luther both say it's important for Christians regularly to examine themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so New Year's provides a time for me, I do this on my birthday too, to like sit down and say, where am I falling short in, you know, my vocation in my relationship with God. Um, Not that it's on me, it's all on him. And yet I need to examine myself and, Mm -hmm. and be honest with myself and with God about I'm weaker and ask his help in that, but also, you know, put my hand to the plow a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think, Um. (laughs) I think along those lines, I think most people have a tendency to swing one way or the other. Either they have a hard time saying no to what they want or they have a hard time saying yes Mm. and Mm -hmm. um and so I think either either way like it's it's good to like you said examine yourself and for some people the new year's resolution might not be so much of a saying no as saying yes and considering Mm -hmm. which which one of those your your sort of inborn tendency is and and pushing on that and i mean yeah the new testament is full of ad, you know admonishments to to not do things like we talk about it sometimes <laughs> so somehow the new testament is is all gospel and there's there's a whole lot of it is it is gospel but like now that you are now mm-hmm. that you are this new yes. creation here's what it looks like here's mm-hmm. how to do that and we all have this tendency, this sinful tendency to, you know, 
one way or the other go sort of go to extremes right. and mm-hmm. uh, we're not that's not who we are um and so to examine that and consider what what we might push ourselves to mm-hmm. to change because we can right right um, mm-hmm. and all that can. to say and it's there's nothing in like there's nothing inherently wrong with a new year's resolution mm-hmm. i feel like like no. i i found like a pages worth of New Year's resolutions that go beyond eating better or losing weight or exercising more. It's th- I'm just reading off this list in front of me. It's supporting more charities or enjoying life more, taking hikes, going on more vacations, getting a better education, uh, learning to become more organized, <laughs> volunteer more. Like there's a there's a good reason to take on a new year's resolution like yeah. this that that ha- there's a ha- a healthier habit tied to it it's just where is it co- where in your mind is that resolution coming from like why why are you resolving to make new friends why are you resolving to uh watch less television like what what in your life is is motivating you to get out more like whatever it is and you know i'll be honest with you this whole hashtag mixed patterns thing that i did this year <laughs> mm-hmm. that was a new year's resolution I for that. you yeah so yeah th- I think no that, that was there awesome is, there is good and i think there follow are... brie on instagram by the way <laughs> thank you at Gerzevsky, hashtag, hashtag mixed patterns. that's right so, like <laughs> i think that new year's resolutions can be fun and good and cute but you have to be careful when you cross into sort of I'm self-deprecating and therefore these are the things I want to change about myself and the New Year's resolution is where I'm going to do that. And then get angry yeah, when and you fail. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of really self-centered navel gazing that mm. goes into a lot of New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. The, some of the resolutions can be very selfish. But I think if you focus on you know, start with the Christian habit of self-examination mm-hmm. and focus on the things that are going to really make it, you know, start with your priorities. You know, where are my priorities in this and how can I make changes that will really benefit those? And for me, I, I mean, most of my New Year's resolutions, the ones that are rooted in, in worldly goals, I fall off those qu- more quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, floss my teeth every day. That one I'm still waiting for it to stick. Don't tell my dentist. <laughs> Twenty eight days to form a habit. Right, but one New Year's resolution that I started, um, I can't remember. It was a year or two back that actually has stuck. Thank the Lord, is to start by my morning reading a chapter of scripture. Hmm. You know, just one chapter takes about three minutes, mm-hmm. um, and that one. I'm so thankful has stuck. And if I had not, you know, been through this whole process of examining my life and seeing where am I, where am I falling short of, of where my own standards are for living and what are some small concrete steps I can take to get in a better way, I don't think that habit would have ever had a chance to get there. Sure. You know, I agree. And I'm really grateful for that. So, I'll keep making my New Year's resolutions and I will keep failing in them. (laughs) (laughs) And some of them will be ridiculous and you will never, ever, I will never tell you what they are. Right. Um, (laughs) They are your own. (laughs) 
I will say too that but you I know, do think there's a place for them. So I think with this whole peg streep tips and tricks for goal setting and making sure that you set yourself up for success, I think that those are things that you should you know even even if you are sort of building your new re- new year's resolutions out of this sort of sanctified life mindset i think there are there are some ways that these these tips can be applied but ad- additionally since you're you're dealing in the realm of of the sacred in the realm of the spiritual if you're struggling with a sin or keeping up with a resolution and you feel like you're falling short like god is a prayer away uh your your church community your friends your co-workers your pastor they can all uplift you and and minister to you in your time of need and so when you do when you do resolve to to take up a new year's goal or a new year's resolution don't be afraid to have that level that level of vulnerability. Go to God when you're struggling with it and reach out to a friend or family member who can who can help you during that time. That's something that you should always you should always be able to go to when times get tough. And yeah. even if you end up like I do failing two and a half mm-hmm. weeks in, that's two and a half weeks of trying out something good. Small victories. And, yeah. That's more than you would have had had you not tried it. Yes, ma'am. It's true. Any last thoughts? My my final ruling is New Year's resolutions. Do them. Don't do them. That's your choice. Just if you do end up having a New Year's resolution or two, maybe assess why you want to do those things before you actually sort of mm-hmm. engage in those new habits. Sure. Yeah. A- attack your priorities, not your inadequacies. Yes. Um. It's, a great it's it. you are enough. However, if there's an area in your life that you want to work on, by all means, do it. <laughs> and that's my that's the answer to my big question. There's Bree's big question. You can hear uh, more episodes of the Lutheran Ladies Lounge like this one at kfuo.org/lutheranladieslounge. Uh, if you have your own thoughts about New Year's resolutions, which I'm sure you do, uh, you can go to our Facebook community, the Lutheran Ladies Lounge on Facebook, and uh, share your thoughts with us. What you think about resolutions? If, if you do them or if you don't, you're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies' Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Join our community on Facebook in the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge. I'm going to fix the end of that later. (laughs) 